0: It's an all-new season of the Football NYC Big Blue Breakdown podcast on YesNetwork.com. Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy of BigBlueInteractive.com give the best Giants analysis week to week. And now, Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Football NYC's Big Blue Breakdown Podcast. Joe Cal, along with Eric Kennedy from the Big Blue Interactive website. It's the number one Giants fan message board on the web, and I think a lot of fans this week are going to look ahead a little bit towards the Eagles, and they want to get this victory at home against an NFC East rival, and the status of Michael Vick, but we're going to get to that in the second segment of the show. I want to go back and talk about this this loss on the road on Sunday to the San Francisco 49ers, and you're hearing a lot of good things about the Giants this week from a lot of people despite the loss, but again, it it is a loss on the road, Eric.
0: Yeah, I'm not one of these folks that, and I've heard a lot of commentary from people in the press and and players and so forth that, take a lot of good out of this i'm not one of those folks this this was a bad loss they they i think they needed to, needed this game I, I don't think it kills their season but uh, you know the the cowboys are breathing down their neck and they're it's looking like they're going to have to win this division and the cowboys have a, a, a streak of very easy games coming up and they seem to be gaining some momentum here This was a a a big game for the Giants, an NFC game, um, a a game um, again against mutual opponent that the Cowboys had already beaten. That so when we're talking tiebreakers, that could come into effect, Um, and you know that combined with the Seahawks loss, I just you know I hope this that one doesn't come back and haunt us and. I think it was a very winnable game. I think there were a number of things and I'm sure we're going to talk about them that went against the Giants in this game, but this was an opponent that I think they should have beaten and they could have beaten, and they let too many things go wrong on special teams, on offense, on defense, to let this game get away.
1: Yeah, and it looked like the 49ers and Harbaugh were reading the headlines last week on the keys to defeating the Giants, which was keep running Gore and keep running the ball because they came out and Alex Smith was a passing machine. And it looked like the Giants were giving him a little bit too much respect on the defensive side of the ball. But they were very impressive on offense, uh, at least in the first half of the game. And I kind of took something away from, you know, the game plan and Alex Smith from watching it. But I do agree with you. This is a winnable game for the Giants, and for me, where the game really turned in my eyes was when Bowley went out with an injury. Because this is the second time this season where you're losing the play caller on defense, and it just looked like after that that the defense just didn't play the same for a little while. It took them, a, you know, about a quarter to get back and used to everything. So yet another injury hurts the Giants, and I think this is a this is a serious one because when you get to somebody that is calling the plays, it's a little bit more important.
0: Yeah, and. This is a serious injury in the sense that, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, in the second half more. But he's a guy that they need against the Eagles. They need a guy that can cover their 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 underneath receivers and McCoy coming out of the backfield, and it's going to hurt in that regard. But you know, there's a lot of things that could have gone the Giants' way and didn't in this game. I and mean, if you look at the San Francisco game, if you look at the if you look at the the stats coming out of the game, the Giants pretty much outgained this 49ers in every um, statistical category except the final score and the turnovers. And I think you have to throw the onside kick in there in, in terms of turnovers because that's like a turnover. Um, what hurt the Giants offensively in the 49er game, was, in my opinion, was this. They had five long drives in this game, five drives around seventy yards or more. And they and out of those five drives, they got only twenty points. And they they started the game. They had two great drives to start the game, their first two possessions. Um that in total took fifteen minutes off the clock. So an entire quarter. And but they got six points only out of those two drives. So we talked about last week one of the keys being get up early on the forty ers um, and take the running game out of it. Well, the Giants' defense took the running game out of it, as you just mentioned. They played great against the run. It was the pass that, that hurt them. But they they really could have gotten up top early if they had converted in the converted in the uh, uh, red zone there. And then you know, of course, that that's the same thing that happened to them at the end of the game. They they get they get to the ten yard line and they can't go those final ten yards and they can't send the game in the overtime. So on offense, I think what really hurt them was. They put together these long drives, but they couldn't finish the deal inside the red zone.
1: Yeah, and and I haven't been one to bring up play calling, and I'm not there on the sidelines looking at plays and how things work, but I thought the biggest difference between this week and last week is I think they tried to force the run a little bit too much, and I think you have a quarterback who's got the hottest hand, you know, In the league right now, uh, well, not the hottest, Aaron Rodgers, the best of all time right now, but (laughs) but you have a quarterback that has a really hot hand right now, and you saw the way how he basically threw them to victory last week in, in New England, and this week I just thought that the run was being forced more, and you're forcing it. Here's my point. Against the number one rushing defense in the league, and I just thought that Eli Manning was hitting some timing patterns that just looked beautiful. And you know, I just didn't understand Kevin Gilbride's play calling. And what really made me upset was on that last drive, how he kept feeding that 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 draw play. When if I'm at home and I knew the play was coming, because I would say the Giants going to run the draw on this play, then you know the other team was looking for it. And, look, I'm not going to pick and choose what cost the Giants the game, but I just thought the third down play down near the goal line by forcing that in there and running another draw play. Besides, earlier in the drive, when they tried to run something with Brandon Jacobs, it just looked like every time they were doing something, it was setting them back a couple of yards, and then Eli had to basically bail bail them out because of the the running game that wasn't working the last couple of drives.
0: Yeah, Um, I had mixed emotions on that because the the draw play to where actually was working – decently not great but decently was getting like including, three 4 including, yards
1: yeah about yeah, 4 so, yards and
0: and if it works on third and 2 we wouldn't be having we wouldn't be having this discussion but the my, the reverse is is what you were getting at which I I agree with I kind of don't like because Eli's playing so well right now I don't like taking the ball out of his hands when the game's on the line and that's what I didn't like um it's a, it's a darn shame that they got that i mean that that drive could have been really really historical for the giants in terms of the meaning of this season when you convert Two fourth downs on that drive, and, and and the way they did. I mean, the first one was when he threw that pass. I was like, oh, that that doesn't have a chance. And and that was a fantastic throw. Eli made some fantastic throws in this game where I went, when I didn't even appreciate it as much until I rewatched the game, and I was like, man, that's a beautiful throw. And 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 the fourth down play early in the drive when he had somebody in his face. That was just a great throw. And and then they 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 get another fourth down, and I think we all. Felt Felt they were still in even up to the fourth down at the end um there and there should have been a uh, a holding call um called on the 49ers there because they basically tackled Ballard but um yeah i i i i have mixed emotions because i think play call, criticizing play calling is difficult to do because it's easy to criticize something when it doesn't work and but when it does work you don't hear people criticizing it so so I have a little bit of mixed emotions. I just don't like taking the ball out of Eli's hands.
1: Right, and and you brought up the two fourth-down plays, and I think the first one was just, I mean, what a gutsy call by Tom Coughlin. I'm even thinking, you know, what is he, nuts, going for something like this? And the timing pattern, because Eli didn't see the receiver. I mean, he right. just he basically threw it to a spot, and Manningham was there, and it's not the first time him and Manningham have been on target with timing plays And I want to go back and defend Eli for the the second interception that he threw, which basically was another play, which Manningham just stopped running. But you're not going to hear Eli saying, well, it's his fault. Well, I'm telling you it was the receiver's fault. And Eli Manning is just going to be criticized by some people that don't like him and saying, oh, another big interception, which led to another touchdown, which was false. But, you know, I agree with you. The other fourth down play to Victor Cruz was beautiful. Victor Cruz had some nice separation. And I just love the way Eli placed the ball. in Akeem Nix's hands. I mean, Akeem Nix stretched those big hands out there. And Eli just puts it on target. Even the touchdown play to Manningham was was terrific. So, yeah, I'm on your side. I mean, give the ball Eli Manning. This is what he strives for. This is what he loves. And you know what? If it's first down give the guy 3 times to chuck it in the end zone to see you know well 4 times cuz you're going to go right. for a fourth down you know out of that out of those 4 times he's going to connect on something because that's that's the kind of zone that he's in right now and i think the 49ers knew that too i think if you saw the faces on the 49ers they were gassed at the end of that drive i think you saw the face of Jim Harbaugh a couple of times on the sidelines because that's a good reputation that the giants are getting now and oh no here we go again when yep. Eli gets the ball back, and he, whether they're down by 14 points or seven points, oh no, the other team's thinking here we go again with Eli Manning and the Giants offense. And I love, I love the Giants starting to get that reputation. Sure, yeah. it would have been nice. It would have been nice to finish it off. And sure, maybe that was my criticism because I really got mad after that third down and two play call. And I don't even think I watched fourth down because I didn't think they were going to get it. I was just really down on that and it comes away with a loss that was on the road that they really, you know, could have at least tied and went into overtime, and I think they would have won in overtime. I think that the 49ers would have been shell-shocked by going into overtime, and I think the Giants would have been in a very good place if they did go to overtime, but you know what? It is what it is, and you had to watch the Dallas Cowboys win another game, so I think it's better for the Giants that they see another team that's coming close to them because it gives the Giants, you know, you know, some something to strive for because you want to stay ahead of the pack, and one of these home games now, I know we'll talk about it in the, second, in the second segment, this home game now scares me only because it's a home game, and I think this is a terrific road team. We're going to talk about the Giants playing against the Philadelphia Eagles at home for Sunday night football, and maybe the Giants could put the final nail in the Eagles' coffin this Sunday night. We'll see about that. We'll be right back with some more Football NYC with Joe Cal and Eric Kennedy.
0: YesNetwork.com's award-winning coverage includes blogs and columns from the pros who have their pulse on New York sports. It's truly a one-stop source for all of the best videos, news, and information on the web. That's all at yesnetwork.com. Welcome back to the Big Blue Breakdown. Once again, here are Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy.
1: Welcome back to Football NYC's Big Blue Breakdown podcast. Joe Callow and Eric Kennedy from the Big Blue Interactive website. It's the number one Giants fan message board on the internet today. And a lot of Giant fans are looking for blood this week. From the Philadelphia Eagles, they want to stick that nail in the coffin. They want to put Philadelphia away this season. They've been a thorn in the Giants' side for about 20 years now, going back to the Randall Cunningham days. We haven't had good seasons against the Eagles until, unless Ron Jaworski was getting sacked by Lawrence Taylor way back then. (laughs) But let's hope that the Giants also look at it this way, because like I said, Eric, before, I don't like when the Giants play at home. I think that the Giants are a much better road team. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, let's give the Giants a little bit of credit too. They've had some success in the last 20 years. They had a good couple good strings there, including that they beat them three times in the one season, including the playoff game. So that this series has always had has been very streaky, with one team winning seven in a row and the other winning seven in a row. So maybe, hopefully, we're at the start of another another one here. You know, this is this is a huge game. The, the 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 Giants, if they're going to make the playoffs, are going to have to win the division, and you win the division by winning division games. And the two Dallas games left, the Washington game, and this game are are as big as it gets. And if the Giants lose this game, they are going to be in in a very difficult spot. If the, assuming Dallas wins, yeah, they're going to be everyone's going to be tied. Uh, the Cowboys and Giants will be tied for first place, but. The Giants then have to go against the, the uh the Saints who who are coming off a bye, so they'll have two weeks to prepare. And then they'll have to play the Packers and if that's not bad enough the Packers will be doing that after they're coming off their Thanksgiving Day game, so they'll have ten days to prepare. So if the Giants lose this game, they're going to have to steal a win against somebody that they're going to be heavily favored to lose against the following, the following one of the following two weeks. So this is this is almost in my mind a must game. It's a gigantic game, and the Eagles are down, but you never count them out. You never count anybody out in, in a division game, and you know this this is going to be a war, and it, the Giants have to win this game. It's just it's critical for their for their. Um, Effort to, to make it to the postseason.
1: As of right now, we still don't know the status of Michael Vick. You hear some people say he definitely can't play with this, and some people say he's going to give it a try. Now, if you're the Giants and you're going to game plan against this guy, you know, it, it, it's one thing to talk about Michael Vick, and then it's probably going to be Vince Young. But how do the Giants go about approaching this week? Do they go in figuring that Vick is going to play?
0: Yeah, I think you have to. I think. You know, I, I, I just think you gotta expect them to be at their best. And the other one is Macklin might be out there, wide receiver. The, 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 key to this, the Eagles this year, and, 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 you know, be honest, you, you can make the case even last year, even though Vic was putting up much bigger numbers, is I think is, is their running back McCoy. I think he's the, he's the, the guy that you have to game plan around on, on their team. That's why the bully injury really hurts if he can't play or he's limited because Bowley's one of these guys that you would put on McCoy coming out of the backfield and now if he doesn't play, not only do you lose that athletic linebacker, you lose an experienced guy, uh the guy that was calling the play, the defensive plays, and and as you saw against the forty niners when Vernon Davis scored, you had a rookie linebacker who who messed up in coverage and an easy thirty one yard touchdown was one of the big huge plays in that game. Um, and you run that risk with McCoy, but I think you got to prepare that if Vic's going to play. My, my gut tells me that he, he, there's a good chance he's not going to play. Um, but if I'm Andy Reid, this is one of those games where you might see a heavy dose of McCoy, and that in itself might be a little bit scary for the Giants because um, Reid has a history of sometimes getting too cute—that he tries tries to do too much with all his guys instead of focusing on the one guy that that's his bread-and-butter guy, and and that is McCoy, so he may actually feel if if uh, Young's got to play quarterback, he may say, well, we're going to run the ball more than we normally do, and that might not be a good idea. I mean, that might be a good idea against the Giants, because McCoy is a very, very dangerous Guy catching the ball, uh, running the football, and so we might see a heavy dose of him.
1: Oh, so shifty. I mean, you know, you saw the damage he did to the Giants in the first time they met this year. And to the Giants' credit, I think they did a great job uh, yes, they did. this past week against the 49ers and, and and the running backs that were playing Gore really didn't play a lot. So, you know, let's hope that the Giants' run defense really stands up. And uh, there's also an area I have to talk about based on last week It was – You know, I think uh, Steve Weatherford just had a punt that really put the Giants in a bad situation, and and let's hope that special teams gets turned around, and I saw that the Giants made a a change this past week, and I see that my man Darrell Scott is back there returning kicks, and also, you know, Aaron Ross returning punts, you know, he had the, the muff punt a couple of weeks ago, what have your thoughts been these past couple of weeks with the Giants special teams?
0: Well, you know they've they've played fairly well up until the last game against the 49ers. They were doing pretty well, and not great, but anything was better than they were doing the year before. But special teams was one of the major reasons they lost the 49er game. Let's be let's be honest. the the, the Giants, the best starting field position the Giants had all day against the 49ers was their own 22 yard line. The average starting position the the 49ers had was their 35 and twice they started within Giants territory and once at midfield the midfield one being that punt that you're 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 talking about so the Giants badly lost the field position game they had the onside kick which is equivalent of a turnover the returners made mistakes there were too many penalties it was just it was a bad bad game all around um special teams wise against the 49ers and that was one of the keys to that game because however the 49ers have been winning they've been playing great defense they've been running the ball the Giants stopped the run and they've been really good on special teams and the Giants dramatically lost the special teams battle. So they got to turn turn that around. Darrell Scott had a nice return that was called back to a penalty, but he also made a dumb decision to bring out a ball mm-hmm. that he got stopped at the 11-yard line. So there, again you have your rookie rookie learning curve there. That's you're going to have to learn, you know, live and die with these guys some some sometimes. So they have to play better this week, no doubt, against the Eagles. We know what the Eagles can do on special teams just rewind to last year and what happened in the Meadowlands. So hopefully they'll re- rebound because rebound, they need the play like they were earlier this year.
1: All right, so we talked about special teams and the Giants' defensive game plan. Let's talk about the Giants' offense now. You think that you see a heavy dose of Eli Manning throwing the ball this week? You think they're going to start out with uh, you know, the hopes of running the ball and try going about it that way, or do you think they're just going to go guns a-blazing and Eli's just going to start off the game by tossing it all around the field to different receivers?
0: I think they'll probably do something similar to what they did earlier in Philadelphia. I think they'll try to do a balance, and the running game seems to be coming around a little bit. They didn't put up huge numbers against the top-ranked run defense of, of the of the um, 49ers, but they did outgain the 49ers and i think if they cut down on these negative plays like the the big loss that we saw with jacobs and if they if they if they do those types of things and start getting more physical at the line i think the running game can help them but you you and i are on the same page i think that we think eli right now is our best player the other guys on offense that are playing really well are the receivers and the tight end i think they they know this defense and they know that the way to burn the eagles is through the big play and that's what we saw in philadelphia we saw jacobs go for 40 yards with the touchdown on 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 the uh, play action pass we saw the you know give your receivers a chance like um, put the ball up in the air and have victor Cruz make a play on it um, a couple times in 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 the um, in the eagles game down in philadelphia so i i think they'll stay balanced but i think they realize that the big plays where you really hurt the Eagles is in their, is in their with the deep pass, and they know that the Eagles are struggling in their secondary, and they're bad tackling, they're terrible tackling secondary, and I think, you know, they'll be balanced, but they're going to take their shots.
1: Well, Giant fans, let's hope the Giants can finally put these Eagles away and make it basically a two-team race in the NFC East because the Dallas Cowboys seem to be knocking at the door. But it is great that the Giants have two games against the Cowboys in the last month and a half of the season. Well until next week, Eric, thank you very much. And Giant fans, let's see. We've got a big Sunday night game. Let's try to put those Eagles away. And until next week, stay true, stay blue. We'll see you then.
0: Go Giant.